Welcome to Orpnimi. This is Saratova Best. We are in the day of Chamisha um, Asa and the question we want to ask is, how do you influence the world in a uniquely feminine way through the seven fruits of Eretz Yisrael? So, in other words, we know that the world is moving to Geula, and we know that we're building a feminine world, and we know that we have a way to influence the world that's uniquely feminine, and that's a good thing, and that's what's predicted in Torah, but so where is there a system of how to do it that has to do with the 15th of Shvat, with the Rosh Hashanah for the trees, and we're going to present in five minutes the system, the seven fruit sequence that shows us how to have an influence on ourselves, on our others, our neighbors, our friends, our family, the entire world. Okay. So the Pusik is, and remember, this is a system. The Pusik is um, uh, is about the fruit in Eretz Yisrael. It's a land. It's a land. This is the Pusik that describes the land of the seven types. There are seven different fruits, mostly fruits, seven different fruits that the land of Israel is praises, praised for, as we said. A land of wheat and barley and grapes and figs and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey. So these seven minim, these seven types correspond to the seven midas and the seven branches of the Menaira, seven different types of Jews, seven different ways of relating to things. So let's just take them in an order and see, because remember, what we're focusing on is how to affect the world in a feminine way. The first word is Eretz. It's a land. It's the earth. First of all, of course, we're talking about Ratzon. We're in a time in history when we used to focus on doing stuff because we should. You know, I, you know, I have to do this and I have to do that. You should do this and you should do that. And everybody was enrolled in this system. You know, you have a lot of shoulds in your life and you do it. We find ourselves now in a time where people want, you know, don't tell me what to do. I don't care if you think vitamin C is better. I don't care if I should take vitamin C. I don't want to take vitamin C. I want to take vitamins, other vitamins. So the energy has moved from should to want. That's a clear one. So the fact that the first word of this of this pasuk of these seven types is eris has to do with wanting. We're moving into an era of I want. My desire is this. That's really feminine. The masculine way is this is what you have to do. Just do it. You ever hear just do it anymore? Nobody wants to hear just do it anymore. It's a very masculine approach. The feminine approach is let's get you to the point where you really want to do it. I'll kind of giving you a, give you a nice nurturing experience and you'll want. Eretz, Ratza, desire. That's the first word. That's the first hint that we're shifting to a feminine mode and how to affect the world in a feminine way. Also, Eretz, the same word Eretz, it means earth, the ground. Now, when you go out, so I bought myself 10 acres of land in, you know, upstate New York. Great. Well, and I'm going to plow, and I, I want to plant things. Well, so what do I do? The first thing is I go out and look at my field. I just spent a lot of money. I'm really excited. And then I look at it and say, I try to put in a seed. It doesn't even go in. just sits on the top. What do I do? I'm here to do the feminine thing of 
producing foliage and growth and beauty and and nutri- you know nourishing the world through growing food and wow that's the feminine way uh-oh then we come up against this problem which is what the earth is really hard and resistant so what do i need to do i'm up against the wall wow i don't even know the first fruit and i'm up against the wall i need to pl- break up the earth and i need to plow it if i'm going to plant anything and create any fruit, any anything of eternity. So now, first thing I know is I've got to plow, I've got to break up the earth, break the resistance. The feminine way of breaking resistance is way different than the masculine way. You have to work with the person, work with those people, and figure out really how to inspire them. You can't just break them. That's the old way. So I'm going to work with the earth, I'm going to get it ready, and then I come up against Five different fruits. Eretz chita usa'ira v'gepen to ena v'rimon. An earth full of, a land of, chita. Chita means um, wheat and then barley. Wheat and barley, interesting. And gepen, and then grapes. Now, the interesting thing about wheat and barley is that wheat is human food. And, you know, you have a sandwich. And barley is animal food. And grapes are something you make grape juice with, you make wine with. So the thing is, when you're going to influence someone, first speak to their soul. Human human food means wheat, the godly soul. That's the easiest one to start with. The feminine way is not force the person to say, you must do this, and I don't care if your habits are like that, you give up that habit. That's not the, that's the masculine way. The feminine way is, the feminine way is, speak to the person's soul first. Start with the part, the godly soul, the wheat part, you know, the human part. Speak to the soul first. Open up their soul. Give them a, a neshama experience, a soul experience. Then you have somebody to work with. Now you're on the road to influencing them. And then from there, you can really speak to the, their animal soul. Because you've opened up their soul and they're on, they're, they're, they're going to be getting information from within themselves about why to change. Even though they're stuck in their old bodily habits. But their soul, once you've opened it up, is going to speak to their body, so to speak. And do the inspiration. They'll be doing it for themselves. You just open their soul. And they'll be able to talk to themselves, so to speak. Their godly and animal soul will be able to communicate. You can step away. That's a feminine approach. But there's one more piece that's crucial. And that's the grapes with which we make wine. When you drink wine, you become happy. It has to be I don't want to use the word fun. It has to be a joyous experience. Remember we said, we move out of the shoulds. It has to be a joyous, happy experience. You know, you should be doing this. Forget it. Don't tell me what I have to do. Make it fun. Make it a nice experience. Look at all the kids' books that we use to to be mechanic the kids. We don't say, you have to do this and this mitzvah. And when you're bar mitzvah, you'll have to do it, so you better get used to it now. Who are you, crazy? Nobody would do that now. 
they have all these books, you know, uh, whatever it is, Yoni the Yamulka was dancing in the street and all this other stuff. Got to be pleasant. It's got to be joyous. It's got to be wine. The happy. It's got to be a happy experience. The woman knows that. That's a feminine approach. Make the whole thing, the whole transformation, a really happy experience. And then from that, we move on to the next fruit, Uta'ena, fig. We spoke about figs yesterday, but the fig is also, the fi- we know about the fig because Adam and Chava, when they realize, oh my goodness, we're exposed, quick, give us something to wear. And so they grabbed fig leaves, the original Mr. Dior fashion, you know, the original Paris fashion was the fig leaf, first fashion, garments. And we know that our garments are the garments of our soul, this soul that we just talked about opening up. It has three garments called thought, speech, and deed. So after we've opened up somebody's soul and their own soul speaks to their everyday habits and, and joy is injected into this to make the whole thing work, then it's possible for them to actually transform the way they act in life because they're, they moved up to a higher frequency and we've helped them do that. So they, they, be, they become capable of actually thinking differently, speaking differently and doing differently. That's the fig, the garments, the fig leaf, the garments. And then the next fruit is rimon, pomegranate. Pomegranate has 613 seeds. And pomegranate, of course, everybody knows the lesson of the pomegranate is that there were, um, there's a, a, a concept in Tyre that every Jew is full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate. Like, just like a pomegranate is full of 613 seeds. So every Jew is full of, full of that, full of mitzvahs. Just like, and the pomegranate is the embodiment of that. When we're opening somebody up and helping them shift and we make the assumption that they are good, they are full of mitzvahs, they want mitzvahs, they want it more than we want it. We're not working against a gradient, you better do this, we know what you really want, but listen, I'm sorry, this is the system. That's the masculine way. The feminine way is, wait a minute, you want all these mitzvahs anyway. You want goodness. You want Hashem to be the ruler of the world. You want truth. You're full of mitzvahs. Like the pomegranate. I look at the pomegranate and I remember, you are on board. I just have to help you get in touch with it. You are full of mitzvahs. And then we move on to the last three words, last four words. Eretz Zeshem and Udvash. A land. We come back to the word a land, the earth. What happens? We finish with the earth. We did that one. But after we go through all of this, we have we've had a huge influence. The person is way on the way, way on the road to transformation, or the world is on the, on the road to transformation. Then we will hit a wall. Then it looks like everything we accomplish gets completely erased, and we feel like we're back to square one. We didn't accomplish anything. It's worse than before. We slide all the way back to the bottom. We hit a wall. We hit this resistant earth again. How does that happen? So many stages of transformation. And then, boom, we're up against total resistance again. The, the, the dry, hard earth. 
that's part of the plan. We have to be prepared for it. And as women who have that extra wisdom, being Yisera, we need to know that's part of what happens. There will come a point where we feel like we've helped them make so much progress or the world makes so much progress, and then boom, everything seems to fall apart. Completely resistant. As if you never, as if you never talk to them. That's the second land, that's the second level of Eris, of the resistant earth. But why is it resistant? When the earth says, I don't want seeds planted in me, I'm going to be hard and resistant, you know, I'm not, I'm not letting these seeds in so easily. And you have to work, you have to break it open. That's one thing. But then, and you've done that one. You've gotten these plants to grow. But there's a deeper plan in stage two, which is, how about accessing those precious gems, the gold and the diamonds that are deep within the earth? What about that stuff? You know, it says about the Jewish people that we are, like, the earth is full of precious gems, so are we. How do you get to that one? That's a much deeper level. You already trans- help that person transform. But now you want to bring them to a way deeper level. Not just, yeah, they're on board with the mitzvahs. That's great. You want to bring them to a deep level of leadership. World leadership forever. We have to access the deep, precious talents and jewels and abilities deep within them that even they don't necessarily know about. For that, you don't take a little shovel and a little pick and, you know, make a little furrow and put the seeds in. For that, you need very expensive equipment to break up the earth and go deep within the earth. That's a whole other level of resistance of the earth. Nobody walks in a field and says, wow, look at all that gold sitting. You know, nobody puts their finger in the dirt in their front lawn and hits gold. No. Or you put your finger in the dirt and like, oh, my goodness, I feel diamonds. One inch down in the earth. No, 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 no. It's deep within there. Nobody knows exactly where it is and what it is. It's deep stuff and it's amazing stuff. To find that gold and those diamonds and all of that within the world, as we said, you're going to get come up against a second level of resistance to access a deeper level. So the two fruits that come after, after you, you, you say, I'm not getting scared. Don't worry, I've been using my feminine way. I'm not getting scared. I know how to work with this resistance. Among other things, I have to see the bigger picture. Where is this all going? I'm not going to let myself be thrown, thrown off, and, and I'm not going to backtrack. It's, a, it's, it's, it's part of the plan. So the two fruits that come after this word, Eretz, are Zeis Shemen and Vash, olive oil. The fruit is olive. And in this case, it's olive oil. Because once you move past this, the, the deeper level of resistance in a person, now you're into the olive. The olive is bitter. You know, not pickled olives, plain olives. They're bitter. Oh, bitter, bitterness is no good. Well, some bitter food is amazing. You know, not everybody likes to eat jelly beans all day. You get a stomach ache. You know, you know that kind of Sephardic and Moroccan food, you know, really, wow, it's amazing. Not jelly bean stuff. 
the really good stuff. So the bitter food, like the, the like Miriam Hanavia, her bitterness was what gave her her leadership ability. And not only that, we know that the olive, when you squeeze it, and we all know we're in a time in history now where we all feel like we're being squeezed to the max, that's when the olive oil comes out. And the oil is, as we all know, the essence of the Jew, the essence of truth, the essence of Tyra, the essence of Hashem. All the goodies come out. The all of the oil that comes out when you squeeze the olive, that's the thing. The essence of Hasidus, that's the oil, the Manaira. You put that oil that you squeeze from the olive and the Manaira, and it lights up the world forever. No wonder there was resistance before that. You're going to light up the world forever. You're going to influence people who will become leaders and, and light up the world forever. What do you think? It's going to be easy? It's not. And then, after that, after you re- you've revealed, you, you come to the olive and the olive oil, then you have one last thing. Dvash, honey. So honey, it says milk and honey under my tongue. That's the secrets of Tyra. The deepest secret. And the honey comes from the date palm. The palm tree takes 70 years to grow. Tzadik katamar yifra. A tzadik um, blossoms like a date palm tree. Then we're moving on to helping the world open up to a level of tzidkus, righteousness. That every single one of us can move up to that level of, of tzaddik because if we have, all of this has been opened up and now we're even opened up to leadership qualities, that's the final battle. Are you going to use your leadership as a tzaddik or the opposite, God forbid? Are you going to use your leadership to bring the world to righteousness which takes 70 years, you know. We're in now the 70th year. Shnat of the Nesias, of the seventh generation. We have just finished 70 years. So we are in the right time at the right, right place. This is it. And this is the culmination of all of those transformational pieces that we are capable of bringing the world through. That's process. That we have the ability to create. It's our unique gift from Hashem. We as women, when we came out of Mitzrayim, when it was time for to bow to the, the ego, we didn't. When we came out of Mitzrayim, we knew the truth. We prepared and we said, we are coming out of Gullah. We did, we did fine. When it was time to bow to the ego, to the golden calf, we said, no, absolutely not. And when it was time to build the Mishkan, we said, absolutely yes. Because at the right moments, we're there as women in harmony with the truth. And in harmony with the Tzaddik, with the Nasiadar, with Mashiach himself. So Yehi Ratzon, that on this day of the 15th of Shvat, Chamish Asr B'Shvat, with this seven-step system to bring the world to Geula, may we find ourselves with our tambourines, dancing in our own way, near in, however it works, the Beis Amigdash Hashlishi, in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, 
immediately now.